Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. As we've been talking about uh, here on the Bill Kelly Show on CHML, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau uh, is in Hamilton today for his second in a series of town hall meetings. Today's will be at McMaster University. But uh, before that, in a very busy itinerary here in Hamilton, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Good morning, Mr. Prime Minister. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Bill, for having me on. Let's uh, talk a little bit about this whole concept of town hall meetings. i got a pretty good sense of what people may want to be talking to you about today, Prime Minister, here at McMaster University when you do the town hall meeting. But what do you hope to get out of these, these sessions? Well, th- these, are, these are, first of all, an opportunity to hear directly from people. What, uh, what uh, people who sort of mobilize come out to, uh, to ask their Prime Minister questions, to be part of the democratic process, it's uh, great to hear what's on their mind. I always learn uh, a whole lot. Uh, and it's also nice for me to be able to share not just my answers, but my thinking around things. I, you get longer than than you do on, in question period or in press conferences, and I get to share sort of uh, my reflections on how we tackle a given problem uh, in a way that, uh, that, that both uh, helps me um, analyze my own thinking, but also connects uh, to the way people think about the problems in their lives. One of the things that, that I love to see any elected leader do is, is to get outside the bubble, get outside the Ottawa mm-hmm. bubble in your case, uh, uh, and, and, and listen to everyday people, listen to the coffee shop uh, discussions, and, and for that matter, the radio talk show discussions, uh, because we get feedback on a daily basis from, from uh, Canadian voters as well. And, and I, I know that you heard a little bit about this last night in the meeting in Halifax, Prime Minister, but, and you may well hear about it again here at Hamilton. But a lot of the discussion these days, as, as you know, has focused on, on ethics. Uh, and, and there's a, a series of things that people are talking about. I mean, the photo op with, uh, with Joshua Boyle and, of course, the subsequent charges against Mr. Boyle, the, the vacation with the Aga Khan, the, the Cotter payment. You heard about a lot of this stuff last night, I know. You grew up in a political environment, and, and you know that even the perception of wrongdoing can, can be detrimental to a government, right? That Maybe there were no ethical things broken. Maybe there were no laws broken. But there is some question about bad judgment. How do you respond to that? And how do you how do you try to to rectify that? Well, I think uh, as as I said clearly, uh, obviously on on any question of of vacations, uh, uh, whether it's with uh, a family friend or not, uh, we're going to be clearing uh, every step of the way with the ethics commissioner in advance, uh, and that's certainly something that. Uh, uh, that we have learned uh, through this this whole experience that uh, absolutely I would have done differently if uh, if uh, if we had to do it all over again. Uh, but on on issues like Omar Khadr, uh it's not an issue of ethics. It's an issue of uh, doing what's right, even though it's uh, highly unpopular. And people are right to be frustrated that uh, uh, that we uh, made a payment to uh, to Omar Khadr of money that could have gone to uh, to different things or better things. Uh, but it's important that people understand that there have to be consequences when governments uh, do not stand up to defend or even actively uh, you know, compromise uh, a Canadian's rights, uh, regardless of whether they're popular or unpopular or it's politically easy or hard. You know, these are lessons that we have to learn that are, that are difficult ones, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very serene about the fact that we had to do that. 
even though it, it frustrates me like it frustrates all Canadians. And the more we remember uh, how frustrated we are, uh, the more it will ensure that no government uh, in the future, the way governments in the past did, uh, compromises the fundamental rights of Canadians. In hindsight, did the government do as good a job as it could have in explaining why this happened? And, and I use this as a point of reference, and I know this came up in the discussion, was the Mararar payment from some years ago uh, for a very similar circumstance. I mean, there were an apples and oranges comparison, but I mean, the amount of money and, and the rationales, there were some very strong similarities there. Uh, y- yes, uh, I mean it's it's a question of of uh, I mean uh, Mararar was uh, somewhat uh, more sympathetic for many people than uh, than Omar Khadr is and was, but the, the the fact remains that this isn't about the individual or their behaviors. This is actually about governments taking responsibility for their own behavior. And previous governments uh, allowed uh, an individual's rights to be violated, regardless of what that individual. Did did or didn't do, that should never have happened. And the more we stay uh, you know, angry uh, and vocal about having had to, uh, all of us, to collectively pay, um, the better the chances that no government of the future will ever find uh, it uh, worthwhile to uh, violate someone's rights. With uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, uh, Prime Minister, another hot-button issue that we've had a great discussion about here on our program over the last number of months is uh, is uh, proper treatment of uh, wounded veterans. And I know you made that a key point of your election platform a couple of years ago, and uh, and promises were made then. And uh, you promised that, that, unlike the previous government, that you would be fair and, and compassionate with our wounded and disabled veterans. Uh, yet the government continued the court case out in British Columbia that basically argued that the government had no moral responsibility to, to those Canadian heroes. Why did you do that? Well, I think uh, we, we need to we need to understand we have to get it right for our veterans. We have to make sure that we are fulfilling our sacred obligations. And whereas governments of the past uh, tended to just write a check uh, to a, an injured or wounded veteran and say, okay, uh, there you go, um, try and make do, uh, we're washing our hands of you. Uh, it's much more important to provide services. That's why we reopened the uh, nine veteran services offices, why we're providing more support for families, for caregivers, why we're creating more programs for, uh, for rehabilitation and for uh, reintegration and for workplace training. These kinds of things also go along uh, with... Uh, with the investments we have to make in in veterans in their future, that's why we're uh, returning uh, to uh, lifetime benefits for uh, for our most injured veterans. These are things that uh, that Canadians no matter and. Unfortunately, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to please everyone, and some people are going to want uh, more uh, than, uh, than the fiscal frame is uh, able to bear. But uh, we know that doing right by uh, our veterans, particularly after they've been uh, not done right by, uh, you know, for many years, uh, is, uh, is, is a priority. And I, I'm, I'm very pleased with how uh, people are responding to our, our, uh, our, our, our moving forward on this. There's so many things that we could talk about, and I, I know that a lot of the stuff we're just going to have to wait until uh, you've got a little more time when you can join us here in studio and talk about some of these issues. But uh, just to, to wrap up, because I know that your time is tight, Prime Minister, uh, to, to go back again a couple of years, and I'm just trying to echo some of the sentiments that we hear on the program here on CHML uh, from our listeners and from Canadian voters. Uh, a lot of people in the last election took a chance on your government. Uh, they were disenchanted with uh, the previous administration. And uh, they heard your promises about veterans. They heard your promises about uh, more transparency, about eliminating political and, and governmental scandals. And 
And, and they heard the promises about the economy as well. I mean, that was really at the core of our platform. It was the core of our approach. That's what I'll be talking about today, where what we did and what we chose to do uh, was invest in Canadians again, invest in infrastructure, because the country needed investment, the country needed growth, and it's paying off. We have the highest growth rate in, in the G7 right now. Unemployment is at a record low level. Uh, and, and people are feeling confident about their jobs and their future again. I mean, there's still a lot more work to do. But that happened because we knew that investing in Canadians, particularly Canadians who need the help, uh, is the way to grow the economy. And that's, that's, what we, that's a commitment we made, and that's what we're living up to. Quick question for you, just a 10-second answer, if I could, Prime Minister. Uh, I'll use the football analogy. It's halftime. You're halfway through the mandate right now. According to the polls, you're, you're winning. Uh, but some people are concerned about your performance. What can the government do to, to, to win the hearts and minds of those voters who may be a little skeptical at this stage? Oh, continue, continue to work hard on uh, what Canadians uh, elected us to do, which is make sure that uh, our future is stronger and brighter and that we're uh, uh, investing in the middle class and, and those working hard to join it. That, that focus uh, has uh, served our economy well, it has served Canadians well, uh, and it's what we're going to continue to do while, uh, while um, you know, doing, uh, always looking to, to do it better uh, every step of the way. Very quick plug, of course, uh, this afternoon, McMaster University, the town hall meeting with uh, the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. Mr. Prime Minister, uh, thank you so much for the time today. Great talking with you. Thank you very much. It's great to be back in Hamilton. Take care. Bye-bye. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.